Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. And I have my friend, Gray Wolf on with me today, and we've been friends for 16 years or maybe more. I'm you know, sort of lose track. But why is why am I having a shaman on a hypnosis show? Well, it's just like when we say hypnosis is everywhere, I also think that everything is hypnosis. Now, when they, a shaman does hypnosis, it's slightly different because hypnotists use words. They use sound and frequency. And we're going to talk to Gary. He's going to say all kinds of stuff about how he got to be a shaman because he was not a, a trained shaman. He is what you call a real shaman that comes from inside. It comes from inside, the knowing, the learning, and the whole experience of everything. Anyway, I'm going to introduce you. This is um, Gary George right here, and his name is Gray Wolf as, as the shaman. Say hi, Gary Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on your show today. Um, I'm going to explain a little bit of who I am and how I came about to be who I am. Um, <clears throat> it's been quite the transformation for me. I've been lost for a little while, understanding what was going on with myself. I grew up in a family where we went to Sunday school. I went to church all the time and Probably about 48 years ago, my mom used to go to these spiritual group meetings in a different town, and I remember her. Four to eight years ago? 48. Oh, 48 years ago. 48 years ago. Okay. My mom used to go to these spiritual group meetings out of town, and I remember her talking, telling people that they had these out-of-body experiences, and they contacted someone from the other side, and that was all kind of underground no-no stuff in those days. And I remember as a kid, my mom would go and help people when they had different things haunting them in their house and help them any way that they could. And I thought that was just amazing. But I was just a little kid and um, I never really felt like I fit in anywhere growing up. But I had friends and different things. I knew there was much more out there than what was going on here. And I always prayed to God that I could always help people. I didn't know how, but I always knew that I was different and just wanted to help people. Years later, my mom um, was in the hospital fighting for her life and I put my hand I put my hand, stretched it out over top of her. I was going to fix her. I didn't know what the word healing was. I didn't know what the word energy was, absolutely anything. And she had died three times that night. But when I put my hand over top of her, I was going to fix her. Somebody put their hand on my shoulder and says, it's not your time, but one day will be your time. So my mom ended up getting better, and she ended up coming home. You need to move in a little bit. A little bit more? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Is that better? Yep. So just keep, sorry, just keep going. And um, during that time, we would talk about different things, about spiritual stuff. And uh, it was always quite interesting things that we talked about. Um, my mom eventually passed away. And three months later, my wife left of 18 years. And as a single parent, raised two daughters myself during that time. And during the grieving period, I would go, out into the woods, I would see the spirits of the trees. I would hear voices in the wind. I would know things. I would see things. And I thought I'd just going crazy. And somebody told me that I should maybe try to go to meditation class. I might be able to help still my mind. So I remember going there for the first time. And uh, 
at that time there was about 12 to 14 people in a semicircle and in the middle there was a table with incense burning and a candle and soft music yeah and i remember the first time closing my eyes and thinking you know why am i going why am i doing this there's all these adults sitting around with their eyes closed it seemed kind of strange because i don't know what meditation was i don't know anything at that time mm -hmm. and um partway through my meditation my mind just kept going and going and going and with my eyes closed, I could see my spirit get out and started drifting in and out of everybody's noses and tickling their noses as I drifted and came back and sat in myself. I'm thinking, wow, what kind of what kind of thought is that? This is supposed to be meditation. It's just kind of crazy. And a couple of minutes later, this figure I saw walked up to me in about a foot and a half off the ground, and they bent down with their hand for me to go with them. It was a figure of Jesus. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't understand but this meditation stuff and seeing these things and feeling these things, you know, it was, it was just kind of crazy. And after meditation class was over, every single person was itching their noses and they're saying, wow, did you feel that? Yeah. What was that? And I was just done finally. Like I can't understand what was going on, but it, it was me. And I remember several months later, um, a lady had walked in the door and there was still about 12 to 14 people. And I could see darkness inside of her. And I just wanted to help her. I just wanted to pull the darkness out. And I didn't know how. So as she sat down about five spots away from me, I said, you know, sometimes I do things in my meditation. If, you know, if it's okay, if maybe I can see if I can help her. And she said, sure, that would be fine. So I'm having this meditation. And all of a sudden, I can see my spirit get out of my body. I walk over to where she was and plunk myself inside of herself. I started moving energies around. I could see things in, in darkness and energies. And after everything felt fine, <laughs> I could see as I'm sitting in the seat, I could see my spirit get out of her and walk over back into myself. I could feel this big little oof like this, like my spirit came back. I was like, wow, that was kind of odd. <laughs> and afterwards, the lady turned her head and she looked at me with her jaw, just like right down the hair. It's like, was that you? And I says, well, what, what did you feel? And she says, I'm having this beautiful meditation. And all of a sudden I felt someone just sit inside of me. She says, I couldn't breathe. I wanted to get out. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do nothing. And then a couple of seconds, she says, all of a sudden I could feel all this peace and all this love. And as she sat there, I had tears down my eyes. And uh, she said, thank you. She says, I feel much better. And I said, you're very welcome. And things just started progressing on and on and on. Been quite a journey, hasn't it? I, yeah, it has. It has been. <laughs> you know, so there's a, a point where I know when Gary and I used to hang out a lot because both of us were single at the time. And we would just, uh, I'd go to his place and then he has the new rattle and he got this new rattle. And I was home and he phoned me. Do you know the story about it? I do. <laughs> The first, but the first time I met Inez, um, I had a oh, friend. Oh, I had a friend, Deborah. First, okay, yeah. And she's a psychic, <laughs> and she says, "Oh, I live in a different town from where she lives." And I went to go see her. She says, "Oh, I'm going to this dinner party." She says, "Do you, did you want to come?" And I says, "Well, I can't just come to this dinner party." Oh no, she's just lady. It'll be okay. So I end up going there, and um, <laughs> here was Inez. First time I met her, and Deborah, who's a psychic, me trying to find his way and there's this shaman guy there and this other <laughs> psychic lady and i'm telling you man what a, what a night that was <laughs> that was a very different night yeah it was it was quite something 
Uh-oh. And uh, yeah, that's, that's when I first met Inez, and we've been friends ever since. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, but going first, go back and tell them about that story with the witch doctor. Yeah. So years ago, um, I can't even tell you how many years ago now. It doesn't matter. It was Christmas time, and my friend had gave mm-hmm. me this rattle. It came from Africa. Yeah. And uh, I remember it was underneath the Christmas tree. He said, well, open it, open it. And I opened it, and I picked it up, and there was all these little little nuts on it making this strange sound, and I was scared of it. I just put it back down. <laughs> and every once in a while, I would come to the Christmas tree there, like maybe once a day, and I would just shake it, go ching, ching, and I would put it back down. And and uh, I don't know, it was just something that was kind of strange. I couldn't put my finger on it. And so this one day, my kids were gone for the night, and um, I have this picture window in my living room, and the moon, it was a full moon night, and the moon was shining in through the picture window, and I phoned the nose, and I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake this rattle. I don't know what's going to happen, but if I don't call you back in 10 minutes, phone me, Save make sure I'm okay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat there. I shot off all the lights. I mean, it's just a rattle, right? And I'm mm. sitting there. And all of a sudden, I'm shaking this rattle, and I look up, and I see this witch doctor just run right past me. And I dropped the rattle. I ran into the bedroom. I put the lights on, put the covers over my head, and I phoned Inez and said, you know, what the hell's going on? You know, I'm seeing this, and I'm shaking, and I'm freaked out. And she said, well, hold on a minute. She checked her pendulum, and she said, that's, that's one of your guides. <laughs> and it was just – so, anyways, I ended up getting all these rattles and these drums and um, – one at a time, and they all they all had a story. I mean, it would yeah. take us hours to tell you the stories. Yeah, but they all have different them. vibrations and frequencies, and I'm and they're all connected to all these yeah. different spirits I work with. So I'm at the point where I work with thousands of different spirits. So it's been it's been quite interesting. Well, the whole thing is that each time a rattle comes or uh, another one comes, Gary's it's like the power increases. And every year, there's more training going on from some level of spirit. Right, Gary? Yes. <laughs> and, he, and Gary always goes through another journey of a transition, which is never easy. Because no. it's just like when he used to first start, he used to drum the table or something, and he'd say, what the heck am I doing? You know, and it would just start coming. And it all spontaneously grew and grew. So it's quite a journey, and it's quite an intense journey. When I first started out, um, I was always fascinated by the First Nations stuff, always. Even as a little kid, I remember in school, in grade two, the dancers used to come in and the drum used to just like almost hypnotize me. It's like, wow, it's just so, Which so you amazing. did, right? You did it. Yes. <laughs> and so as I w- tried to walk my journey by myself with grieving the loss of my mom and my marriage and everything else and being a single parent and, uh, you know, I wasn't sure which end was which. And um, I go to work and... I'm a janitor, so I've been banging my hands on different things and make sure no one's looking or, or watching me and I'm banging my hands on the desk and going, hey, and thinking, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's weird. That's freaking me out, <laughs> like, you know, but it felt so good. I kept doing it, doing it. My knuckles would turn all red. My hands would get sore. And, you know, and then all of a sudden I started hearing this drum in my head 24 hours a day. And the drum just wouldn't leave me if I was sleeping or if I was awake. I phoned my friend Deborah and I said, Deborah, I said, I don't know what's going on. 
I says, but I'm hearing this drum in my head. It's just not going away. She says, well, you're going to get a First Nations drum. I said, well, for what? You know, what, what for? She says, well, you're going to find it near the water. So, you know, pay attention. You're going to find it. So instead of waiting. Yeah. Ooh, Gary, can I break off her? Because this is yes. leaving. This is what we call a cliffhanger. Oh, okay. We're going to leave them sure. for a moment. And we're going to come back and finish that story. So we're off to break. See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, everybody. And we're going to go right on. And now this. This program is very close to my heart. So we're just going to go back to the story about the drum. Gary, you want to finish that? Yes, I'll pick up where I left off. <laughs> and so my friend Deborah says, it's going to be near the water. You know, um, you'll, you'll find it. So I couldn't wait because, you know, we all have to learn patience in our life. But <laughs> yeah, patience one of the good things. I wanted everything now. <laughs> I'm ashamed and I want to be it now. Find. You know, it just goes on and on and on right now, right now, right now. But that's not the way things work down here. <laughs> so anyways, I started looking for it. I started going everywhere looking for it and found all these drums and started hitting it once. I said, no, that's not my drum. No, that's not my drum. And I ran into my friend Rod who was carving a, a totem pole down on, down on the water. And 
he says, you know, we get this guy who comes from out of town once in a while. His drums are really expensive, but they're really amazing. And um, I said, okay, well, you know, if he comes to town, let me know. So I kept looking and looking, you know, four or five days went by. I remember I was in my basement cleaning and I got this phone call from my friend Rod. And he says, hey, the drum guy's here. He says, you want to come down? I said, where are you? He says, well, I'm not at the waterfront. So I go down there and here's this First Nations guy who's got this drum. And I look at him, I look at the drum, I look at him again, I look at the drum. I says, uh, I want the drum you got on your bedroom floor at your house. And he looks at me and he says, what did you say? I says, I, I want the drum you got on your bedroom floor. I says, I can see it, it's right there. He says, you have it, right? And, and uh, he says, yeah, it's at my house on the bedroom floor. I said, well, that's my drum. So we went there and we got it and we came back and uh, yeah, that, that was my drum. <laughs> but it, it was funny because years ago when I was going through this big change and stuff, a, a lady gave me this uh, piece of paper, a good friend of mine said, you need to go see this, the shaman. He says, uh, she's going to help you. And I said, well, what's a shaman? She's like a medicine man. I said, well, what, what's a medicine man? I don't know what that is. <laughs> So anyways, I phoned up this guy and I said, hey, you know, I'm on this journey. I says, I, I need to come and see you. I don't know why, but I just feel like I need to come and see you. And I was there for five hours visiting this guy. And at one point he sat me down on this, on this beaver pelt and he lit the fire and he sat on a buffalo hide. And he told me, he says, okay, well, you just sit here and close your eyes and relax. And he took his drum out and he started drumming and the drum just filled the whole the whole house, I couldn't tell where he was or what was going on, and he was singing, and these different voices were coming, and I was having visions, and I guess I was in trance, I guess, and after he was done, after he was done, I, I came to, it took me everything I had just to open my eyes, and it's like, wow, that, that was amazing, and he looked at me, and he says, well, welcome home, he says, you're one of us, I says, you're, I'm one of us, what? <laughs> He says, a shaman. I said, well, why me? He said, well, why not you? And I said, well, why me? <laughs> and he says, well, you know, you're, you're a janitor or custodian, right? And I said, yeah. And he says, well, that's a humbling job. He said, a lot of people who are shamans are that. I said, oh, okay. But I remember when he was banging his drum, I thought, well, I'm going to have a drum just like his one day. I knew it. And it so happened that the drum maker, who I got my drum from later on, was the same guy who made my brother Rick's drum. Yeah. Was, yeah so we're getting amazing. a little emotional because uh, he was a pretty neat guy. He was the most powerful guy I ever met in my life, mm. and he's no longer with no, us. No, it's not. Well, I he's still pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. I, I work with him a lot from the other yeah. side. He's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's quite, quite amazing. It's quite honored to know him. Yeah, that's, it's really interesting how all that is all gone together, Gary, because mm -hmm. today we do all kinds of stuff. And, oh, yeah. And so uh, that was my first experience in, in trance or hypnosis, yeah. if you want to call it. Whatever. It's so later on when I met Inez, then we did the dinner party and stuff. And I says, hey, you know, I said, I'm going through some things. I says, you want to do an exchange? She said, oh, sure. I said, okay. So I remember, I think it was a Tuesday, I think. <laughs> Years ago, when yeah. I went to your office, I I and I said, that. "Okay, well, who wants to go first? And yeah, and I said, "Okay, well, I'll go first. So she goes and do this hypnosis stuff. Next thing you know, my jaw was down, and all this drool was coming <laughs> down my shirt. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I was, I was just out. 
And it, it was an amazing experience. It's like, wow. He must is... be the easiest, what they call, subject in the world. Yeah, she basically just He's snapped her fingers and I was done. <laughs> and so then it was my turn to do an exchange. And she yeah. sat in the chair and I started doing my drumming, my rattling. And all of a sudden, her spirit just kind of lifted out of her body. And her spirit was in the whole room. I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I mean, <laughs> here's this body just sitting there. There's nothing in there. And it kind of freaked me out because those are the early years. Like, <laughs> how am I going to get this spirit back into this body? But eventually it did go back in, thank goodness. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, everything's been quite a quite a process to get where I where and, I am. And today. the interesting thing about that, Gary, is that I didn't feel like I was out of my body because I thought I was mm -hmm. very present. And I think most of the time I used to have friends tell me, get back in your body. I think I sort of hang out there. Yeah, well it's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because it's always felt just normal. Yeah, to but me. you know, we're all we're all different. We all wrap Yeah. To different vibrations and frequencies and you know we're all we're all the same we're all looking for that peace and that love and those different things that mm -hmm. fulfill us that make us whole but still we need different things in our life you know so i think gary has so many stories and we only have an hour show so which story do you want to go to next? Because the explanation of, of how shamanism works from the inside is coming through each story well, you know, I, I got I got tons of different experiences and stories. And like I said before, I said, you know, oh, one? whichever one you want. Well, mm -hmm. I have a I have a karma story. If you want to hear a karma story, yeah, I do want to hear a karma story. Always so I'll try to make it short because some of my stories are actually quite long. I don't <laughs> leave, leave things out. Yeah. <laughs> but years ago, um, I met this girl and I dated her for a while, several months. And uh, she drove a Jeep because when I was a single guy, all I don't know why, but yes, Jeeps played a lot of yeah, Jeep, we won't go there. blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, we won't I've got go a lot there. of my lessons from Carmen, <laughs> but um, she had these two gray feathers in her Jeep, and she was so attached, and she just loved these feathers, just thought they were just amazing. And the very first time we went anywhere, I took her for a walk down the sacred trail, where I got a lot of my my visions, a lot of my teachings, because for my teachings, they never came from a book. They never came from a course or a workshop or had a mentor. It just, all my stuff just kind of came to me. I didn't ask for this journey. It just kind of came everything. And it just seemed so natural. Or that walk down the trail, down to the water. And it's like, wow, it just seems so familiar. And it was amazing. And about a month later, I'm sitting there at my own home and I'm banging my drum and um, I'm seeing this like this movie play out on the wall and it's just plain as day as I look at the maze or or anything else and I see this warrior down by the water there's a creek there in the springtime and there's water and um, he's got a horse he's got his brown horse with white spots and he's got two gray feathers in his hair and he was off to battle and he's seeing his wife off or his wife is seeing seeing him off to battle and she had a white buckskin dress on and they were about 30-ish and uh, he ended up getting killed and never came back and I realized wow this is me and this, this lady in the past lifetime and about a month later um, I ended up in the hospital I had a, a blood clot in my leg and uh, I was there for 13 hours in the hospital before it even did anything and they wheeled me at one point to get um, some tests and um, ultrasound 
And there's me and the lab tech and a doctor, another doctor came in, another doctor. There's three doctors. They're all poking around in my stomach and looking and not saying anything. And I say, hey, you know what, what's going on? And they won't tell me, won't tell me. And I finally got my hand. I push everything. I said, pushed it all the way. I said, you know what? This is my life. I said, what the hell's going on here? He said, well, there's something in there that's not supposed to be in there. We got to send you to a different town as soon as we can. So they wheeled me back into emergency to my, to my, um, yeah. to, to my bed. And my daughter came in. She looked at me. She's very intuitive. She has a gift too. It's just amazing, her gift. And she said, Dad, she said, are you going to die? <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, I think you better go call your mom. So she didn't call my mom first. She called my girlfriend and she came and I'm laying there and I'm making peace with it all. And it was strange that I'm laying there in bed and I could see down by my feet, this big tunnel, mm -hmm. big dark tunnel. And I could see this angel at the edge of my bed. And it was the Archangel Michael, but behind him was the big dark tunnel. And as I looked at the tunnel, I could see myself and I'm at the tunnel looking at myself and I'm ready to go. And the tears are running down my face. You know, I'm ready to go. And next thing you know, my girlfriend walks in and she looks at me and she says, you can't leave me this time. She said, you left me in the last lifetime. You, you can't leave me not knowing what she was saying. And if it wasn't for her, I would have walked down that tunnel and left. So she saved me in this lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard that story before, but it still got goosebumps no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Every time I hear it. And I had, I had told her, I said, you know, they're going to take me for this test. And when they come back, they're not going to find anything. It's going to be fine. So when I came back from the test from a different town and came back, they didn't find anything. It was gone. I said, well, I've been working on myself. And there was also a nurse there who did a little bit of work on me as well. And uh, so, yeah. And yeah. Two, a month later, we broke up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I found that in my life that karmic uh, relationships like that are ended at this time. You yeah. sort of cleaned it all up and ended mm -hmm. it, you know, and people think that's a little woo-woo. And I'm definitely a little woo-woo, but, you know, that's the way I see it. My relationships have been very karmic. Yeah. Yeah. So... Next story and understanding of what he does. We have a, only a couple minutes left. You want to fit one more story in before? Well, I'll make it quick. Break? So I was invited down to go to the Sundance down in South Dakota, but I wanted to last for a traditional medicine men down there. And I was very honored to go down there. And it takes five years to be a dancer. And I would, they allowed me to dance the first year. But anyways, when I went down there and I came back, I had a couple of rattles with me. Uh, this is in the early years. I had a drum and I had like two rattles. And when I came home, my daughter says, dad, dad, there's these ladies. They're, they're, they contact you. They want to come and see you. And I said, well, well, for what? You know, what, what for? So, well, they don't know if you can help them. I said, help them for what? I don't know, dad, but you better call them. So they came over and, and they said, you know, this one lady, I still remember. She was actually from Ireland. actually, and She was uh, yeah, I'm going to have to break you off again yeah, okay, on that other cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to come back and finish that story. because, And that, that way he doesn't have to keep it too short either because it's a good one. See you on the other side. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program well, welcome back and i hate to say this this is such a short time to do all this stuff so this is all just, you get to get tidbits of this information. But I'm going to now let him finish his story because it's astounding. Is it? Yeah. Okay. To, to them and to me, it'll all be right. astounding, believe me. Yeah. So <laughs> anyways, I found out one of the ladies, she ended up coming over and asked if I could help. And I could see all this darkness inside of herself. And uh, she said she went to yoga class and she figured she was attacked. And this is all kind of new to me, I guess, in those days. And uh, I said, well, sit in the chair. I said, we'll see what we can do. So I took out my drums and my rattles. And before you know it, her head was slouched over and she was in trance. She was gone. So I was able to look inside of her and see this big, dark entity. And I was actually able to pull it out. So when you pull something out from when I work, when you pull something out, it's kind of like going to the beach and there's a great big black rock and pull out of the sand leaves a great big hole so what are you going to do you got to replenish that with something so when i started calling the angels and the god or whatever it may be and replenish it with peace of love and balanced they're all out and i kept working on people until they're full of light again and uh they just kept coming and coming and um meeting them here and there in their meditation class or you know mm-hmm. wherever it was so what i do is a form of hypnosis but in a different way yeah, it's just done, done differently. But understand that um, Gary is not a traditional 
um, native shaman or American native shaman. There's all kinds of native shamans in all kinds of world. And his background is that he's um, I'm a Métis. A Métis. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it's uh, the French settlers that came here and the native settlers that got together, right? Yes. And you get into the Louis, L, Louis Riel Rebellion and all that, but it's way too much. You can look it up. <laughs> no time. Anyway, so he is non-traditional, but what he uses is everything from Egyptian stuff to, Af you know, different African stuff. I, I brought him some Brazilian stuff. I mean, it's everything. Anything, it's all about the frequency, right, Gary? Yes. Yes, and when I use when I do one-on-one -on -one treatments, because I do one-on-one -on -one treatments, I do a lot of long distance, and I work on people from all over the world. I've been getting calls here and there, and um, you know, it all depends on what the people believe and what they allow to happen. Like in anything, like it's in like that, or, yeah. or whatever. You know what? Yeah. I mean, when Anes works or I work or someone else, it all depends on what that person allows to happen. Yeah, and if they have desire for change. And we'll yes. allow it. That's yeah, and it. the work that I do is the spirit that comes through me and do the work. I just learn to listen to what I'm being told, which is a hard thing to learn how to have patience. <laughs> so on this journey, I've learned patience and listen to who you are because we get lost from here to here. Yeah. We do. And as soon as you can pull that together, all life. For those of you that can't see there, the here is from the heart and the head. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I forget because I can see myself on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's uh, good. Yeah, the yeah. heart and the head, they need to have, if you think from the head, it's okay when you're working and doing things, but everything that's really important mm -hmm. has to come from the heart. Mm -hmm. And it is hypnosis because it's just the different frequency of allowing you to go into a trance, everything, and you go naturally. It's a natural state. And he formalizes it with the drums and frequencies and the help from the spirits, and I do it all with words and whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I believe we all need to make it our own. And I mm -hmm. believe that we're all gifted in our own ways. We all have our own talents. Yeah. My mom used to say, if we're all the same, it'd be kind of boring down here. So it's, <laughs> you know, it sure it, it's kind of nice sometimes, you know, sometimes we're lost and we don't know where to go or where to turn. But there's so many talented people out there and so many people that are willing because we're in a, in a different place where the world isn't what it used to be anymore. There's you so know. much information. We know things globally, all this stuff. And, you know, before when you lived in your village and uh, you just functioned in that, and once it started to grow pretty soon, there was radio, there was everything. But now you know everything that's going on anywhere mm. just about. And mm. there is actually a lot more pressure on human beings at this time. Yes, exactly. There sure is. Yeah. So we're going to do soon before, not quite yet, because... Uh, we're going to do the drumming in the next section. And before that, though, I want to talk a little bit about the, the things that Gary and I do together. And that is what we call journeys. And we, we started this, I don't remember how long oh, ago. Geez, I don't know. Quite a while back. <laughs> <laughs> 10 or 12 years ago yeah. or whatever. And we used to do this live with people, for anywhere up to 20 people. And we I would put them into a, a formal uh, trance. When he did the drumming and they deepened it like crazy because, and then I took them verbally on a journey in their mind, totally um, done for them. So each one had a unique experience because I never led with what they were going to see. It was more of a leading of just getting them to the right place mm -hmm. for them to know that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone had a different experience. So that started to grow a little bit. So we, we finally came to the point when I was in Europe that people said, well, we want some of that. 
And I said, well, Gary's not ready to come over here yet or anything. So we actually recorded some journeys live. And they are available. And if you go to the fan, uh, the page, Martin's got everything up there. And they'll be... Um, and they'll be on Gary's page too. So understand that everything's available and there'll be links to where those are. And you can find me at graywolfspiritmedicine.com. Yeah. And the rest. So everything that we need to know will be there. So now I'm just going to drop that because I want to get as much in as we can. So the journeys are available. The, what we're doing today on the next part is only going to be a sort of a taste because nine minutes is not a lot, and that I even have to say goodbye and all that stuff. So, yeah. so all okay. those people who want to give it a shot, they can make yourself comfortable and close your eyes yes. and no preconceived ideas or thoughts or anything, or you can just watch and listen. And if you're driving, please turn it off at the drumming time, because yeah, so, it is hypnosis, yes. and we don't we want you to pay attention to the road. You can listen to it again later in the in the podcast. Okay, that's the service announcement, as we say. So, Gary, we do have time left, so let's grab one of the other stories. Oh, okay. Okay, well. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. We were doing a journey, and one of my guides, it was Rick's guide, and I also, and Gary's guide. So, we have a common um, guide. So, he came to me and it was bugging me about a horse, a horse, a horse, a horse, and all that, right? And we got that put in. But then when we were in the doing the journey with the people, Gary got that he had to add the buffalo in. The right? buffalo needed to come in. Yeah, it was bothering me. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. I know. Like, the buffalo, the buffalo. Because I learned to listen to what the spirits are telling me. It's yeah. not just me. It, it just comes through me and it. They, I do yeah. what they say because otherwise yeah. it's just well, not going to jive. No, it doesn't happen otherwise. Um, that reminds me of a good story because, but finishing off this one, we added in the horse and the buffalo, and it was astounding. Oh, Martin says that's true. Martin says I we didn't add it in at that first one, and the buffalo showed up for the people anyway in their vision. So when we work together, <laughs> I call in the spirit animals, and the spirit animals actually come, and people get to experience that mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So, which is which is kind of cool. Yeah. Now, I'm my story. What was I talking about? I see it's already gone. The buffalo. Well, no, that's right. The buffalo came. The story was that it. Next time we added it, right? Yes. And but it the part about it showing up by my all by itself is telling to me because let's say our conscious minds always has this second guessing principle. It has always this questioning principle and every now and then you get absolute proof and to me that was absolute proof yes yeah yeah the spirit world is a, a fascinating thing and i feel very honored to be part of that world yeah and enabling people to um, heal in their own ways with the help of the spirits that come through me there's another quick story and no it's not quick maybe we won't tell it because it's really in I, can I just yeah, tie it up? Yeah, you just go right in. Because I don't think we'll get it in. Is when Gary, Gary was going through all this stuff, and I remember this stuff. And he, at a time, was going uh, to South Dakota. He talked about doing the, the, the dance there. But he actually had visions of seeing himself living there. And that was Grey Wolf, right? Who you yes. are now. It was who you were. And he actually knew where his grave was. And he went back and found it. 
And nobody would know it was there because they said, no, there's no graves there. But he found it. And he mm -hmm. found himself. It's, it, it's an interesting thing. And um, understand this happens. It's shamanic. It's, it's from inside. He uses everything and everything. So I know that some native peoples are very upset when he does stuff because he is not a full blood native of any kind. But this is a full blood human of all kinds. And it's very, very important to understand that he utilizes anything that he's given by spirit. So he's a non-traditional shaman, as we say. So we've only got a few minutes left on this on this thing. So anything that you want to talk about for the next couple of minutes? Um, I was told in many lifetimes I was a medicine man. And mm -hmm. I believe that now. Mm -hmm. You know, people might look down on me as like, oh, well, you're only me, or whatever it may be, or whoever you are. But in the past lives, I, you know, I, yeah. I was. Uh, and it was the same for Rick, yes. the guy we talked about. He was totally. He was whiter than white. Yeah, he was whiter than white. <laughs> but he had been many incarnations as a shaman. Yes. And he had some, the, the uh, stories would fill up a, a book. Yeah, right? but for you know, you come back as different people in different lifetimes, yeah. and I seem to come back to the same person over and over. And I call myself Gray Wolf because that story I told earlier, I uh, got killed off. I was Gray Wolf back then, so in this life, so in this lifetime, I'm finishing off as Gray Wolf. Yeah. And in the first part of my life, I was, you know, just Gary. You were Gary. Yes. And Gary so was a little bit messed I up at the beginning off, yeah. from all this stuff. Well, we're all messed up yeah. in different ways, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember the journey, and it was not an easy transition. So uh, many of you think out there, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish you could be careful what you wish for sometimes. Yes. I mean, Gary is now settled in, and he is who he is. But it wasn't an easy journey. It took me a long time, and I used to get these drums and rattles, and I think, you know, I can't handle this. I think I'm going crazy. I used to get myself and throw it in the closet, and then two weeks later, I'd be pulling out my hand and banging on the desk and stuff and stuff would come back out back and forth. Back and <laughs> I know, forth, I remember. For years I went through yeah. I had a big fight with it myself. Okay, so we are going to come back in shortly, but I'm reminding you, if you want, you can just sit in your chair, close your eyes, enjoy what you're going to hear and let it happen, whatever happens. And it's just a taste. Now, it's important that if you're driving, you don't listen, please. Okay, thank you very much, and we're going to break. We'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. 
Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back and get comfortable because here we go.
That last part was, I could feel it <laughs> because the eagle feather uh, was going right by. So it's more of a feeling session that you may not hear so easily in this broadcast. Um, I mean, when we're doing it separately and to do it, Martin does a lot of editing on that. So you miss nothing. Um, so we do have a couple minutes left here. Uh, not quite. And. I really want to say first, I'm going to get in what's happening next week so you know. And next week, we're having Hypno Heather on from Regina, Canada. And she's, uh, she's a really good hypnotist and she does a lot of trainings. And she's full of beans and she's a very, yeah, really good person. She's like a lot of energy. That's what I like. Anyway, so uh, let's just close it off now because we only got a couple minutes, so I'm going to give it back to you. Any last things you want to say? Like uh, the only thing I really maybe direct something at the people who aren't even hypnotists, sort of just allowing them to understand about going inside or something. Well, I would just like to say just be who you're meant to be, not 
be the person you're not meant to be. Yeah. And just go inside and just love yourself and just appreciate who you are and enjoy your journey. Yeah, the journey is everything. And, you know, we always talk about this as especially people that are spiritually oriented. We talk about moving forward and becoming who we need to be. Well, the only place you find that out is not from external sources. You only find that out from internal sources. And those internal sources come through your heart, through your feeling, through your sensing. And they're the important part. It's not this Joe Blow down the street says you should be this person and all those sort of things. It's very important that you start to pay attention to what you feel, know, and sense. So if you want to hear those drummings, you can go to the website that he's got, which was? Graywolfspiritmedicine.com. Yeah. And keep Martin has all the other po posted on the show page. So anything you need, any questions, you can even email us and ask anything you want. So this is always about you. It's never about someone else. I mean, Gary, uh, it's never about learning from other people. I mean, that's important. I teach people to be hypnotists. But you also have to listen to that part of you inside. That's the most important part. It'll lead you if you listen to your gut and your heart. That'll tell you who you really are and where you need to go. And, and I have to say, just like Gary's journey, it may not always be comfortable at the beginning. And eventually you get to a stage where it becomes true, accepted within you. And that's when it's the most important thing at that time you feel things. I've had people who uh, one of their juries, like he says, you want everything at one time. <laughs> it never works that way. So... Feel inside, but don't be in a hurry. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.